0: On this episode of Deep Thrones, we review Season 8, Episode 1. We unpack all of the reunions. We discuss Jon and Daenerys' faltering relationship. And we thank the old gods and the new for fresh Game of Thrones. Plus many more hilarious segments. Winter is here.
1: hello and welcome to deep thrones this is uh finally here season 8 episode 1 this is what we've all been waiting for I have, of course some Sims. my partner is here what's up I
0: never thought this day would come Dude my lord
1: I'm fucking pumped This is
0: up there with when I lost my virginity last week <laughs> <laughs> in terms of days that I never thought would come and
1: it's uh, exciting It was good when it came wasn't it It was it was all right It was a great time Better for her Uh-huh we we've got we've so we actually made some uh, leaps and bounds since season 7 ended we hired a full-time producer um Brendan Brendan's actually Brendan Jenner producer, so. Say some words
2: What's going on, everybody? What's
1: up?
0: He's got a uh, extensive uh, background in all things audio editing. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of a lot of visual work as well. Majored in, at Columbia in film, and I believe editing.
1: Yep.
2: Yep. So I'm finally putting this degree to use and not getting paid still.
1: So. That's right. Yeah you know, we're 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 working on our we're working on it. So <laughs> he's had a probationary period for a while. Our, our accounting team will get on that
0: one. Yeah, you are. In, you you got fed.
1: <laughs>
2: this is true. I get I, a lot of free yeah. food, a lot of free food. I appreciate it.
1: So, thanks for tuning in guys. Um we've got a lot to cover here. There's a lot to unpack in this episode. But first, I just want to start out with just how majestic of a day this Sunday was. So, oh uh,
2: god, beautiful know, weather.
1: I mean, it, it snowed first of all, which I was kind of pissed about, but then I was like, damn, it kind of makes sense winter is here. Mm. So, how fitting.
0: The jokes all over the place. I'm guilty. I made a couple yeah. posts about winter being here.
1: <laughs> People were getting a little fed up with it, but whatever. Um, And then, of course, the Masters were on earlier today. Wow, he's back. Tiger is back, officially. No more jokes about it, he's back. He's Um, back. I'll
0: tell you one thing. Every waitress in Augusta right now is dude, in danger. No one's safe.
1: Dude, no no, no. cocktail waitress is safe. Mm. No waitress at the Waffle House is dude, safe. Guts like, are getting rearranged.
0: <laughs> He's making par. He's under par, maybe.
1: Hide your kids, hide your wife. Tiger's out here trying to rape you. Yeah. Whoa. Well, <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Nah, yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. The Dean Jones fuck?
0: podcast on the
2: record time. <laughs> Tiger is going to consensual sex only for Tiger. Consensual race. Dude, you know know
0: he's butt naked, just rocking that green jacket, shooting
1: ropes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Shooting ropes. 400-foot driver ropes just flying all over the place. He's hitting the green.
0: He's hitting the green.
1: Um, So, that was great. Molinari kind of shat the bed, but uh, it was cool seeing Tiger win again. But... Alas, we, again, are here. Season 8 started. God. I've been, I, I was anxious all day because me, I didn't know what to expect.
0: We, Me and you are normally, we have a very, um... Free flowing text ability together. We've known each other for many years. Mm-hmm. This week, we I, th- I think we were like had a lot of giddy excitement, yeah. which we haven't seen in a long time. I mean, yeah. we played Call of Duty for the first time in forever, that and it was, was... a good, it was a needed distraction. There's been a lot of distractions this week. It, it... I watched porn fifty two times this
1: week. <laughs> I was getting butterflies all week, man. It was weird. Me too. Pretty nerdy stuff. It's beautiful. Uh, it's but... poetic. <laughs> Without further ado, we will jump into the review of the episode. I'm really excited to get into this here. Um, do it. First things do it. first. The new uh, intro sequence, so if you guys paid attention closely to when the show opened, um, there's a new intro sequence. It started at the wall, which was half broken down, which was pretty cool, and then went further down. We had a little unexpected stop at the last hearth, last hearth that showed up there. Um, to people who aren't that into you know, the different houses and stuff, that is House Umber's um, ancestral home and then dropped down to Winterfell, but they added a ton more detail. They dropped down to the crypts in Winterfell. They came back up, did like the Great Hall and everything. That was cool, and they went down to King's Landing and added, again, a lot more detail. They showed the throne room. Um, they showed like the dungeons with, with the dragon skulls down there and stuff so it was cool to like see them mix it up a bit and I'm not going to lie I got some goosebumps just from the intro sequence.
0: Yeah just to see it the new and, and the, the uh, visual of it was enhanced mm-hmm. clearly it was maybe a little bit more computerized looking mm-hmm. and uh, seeing the new the new areas and of course the wall part being down all yeah. that shit was dope.
1: Mm-hmm. And then so we start out and no time wasted at all Danny and company show up at Winterfell the Unsullied are marching through all the north, north people in the Wintertown are lined up um, Looking at this Nothing really, like you get some good reactions Um, Aria sees Danny and John Together, she's actually kind of pumped to see John of course um, she does see the Hound and Gendry, but there's no time for really interaction in that scene.
0: It's very, it's again rushed. And then the,
1: the and then the dragons fly over, which was really cool because the people in the Winter Town started running away. <laughs> They're like, "The fuck's going yeah. on?" Uh, sansa's just so pissed off up on the ramparts of Winterfell. Um,
0: there's a lot of heat in this episode. There is. There's a lot, there's of, a, there's a lot of tension.
1: There's a lot of tension. Uh, Tyrion and Varys have like a little cute conversation about Varys not having balls, so that's always funny. It's
0: fucking Varys, dude. It's like Baelish is dead, but still, the ghost of Baelish haunts him, and there's ball talk all around the corner. Ball
1: talk. Varys is like, he's like, come on, Tyrion. Like, y- you-, you get mad when people call you a dwarf, yet you just throw ball jokes at me all the time. Yeah. And Tyrion's like, well, that's because I have balls and you don't.
0: <laughs> yeah, and Varys would be like, you're
1: short. Yeah, he'd try. Um, and then from there, uh, Bran and John actually have a short reunion. John's pumped to see Bran, but Bran be, being the Three Eyed Ravens is kind of like, meh. Nah.
0: I do like how John didn't try harder, though. He yeah. hugged him and then Bran was kind of short with him and John was like, Alright, fuck you
1: <laughs> John's like there's no time for this There's no time for little fuckboys like you <laughs> Uh Danny and Sansa it was teased kinda in the trailers we saw, but Danny and Sansa finally meet each other. Danny oh. being super courteous, uh, and Sansa just, you know, being kind of a child looking No love up and lost down. there, dude. They oh, do man, not like nah. each other. Not a fan. Um but she does say Winterfell is yours, your grace, which is, you know, again, just courtesies. Um, Bran actually brought up Viserion dying and how the um, White Walkers got past the wall and everything. Yeah. Um, just as like Danny and Sansa looked like they were going to get into a little bit of an argument, Bran was just like yo, like we don't have time for all
2: this yeah, shit. Yeah,
0: we've talked about this and it's going to bother me till the day I die is for the rest of my life, now that me and you are literally balls deep thrones into this fucking show, mm-hmm. for the rest of our lives, people will, or for the rest of the immediate future people will always talk to us about game of thrones right yeah and um people will say this last season was so rushed because it's six episodes so rushed and those same people if we could rewind we're probably bitching when they're like it took two episodes to, yep. to. so if anyone tells me something's rushed i'm gonna shove my hand so far down <laughs> your fucking throat and pull out your heart and then eat it like danny eats the heart in that first season <laughs> All right, and s- then i'm gonna kyborn your corpse <laughs> <laughs> Right. Because you're a fucking hypocrite. Jeez. Fuck you uh, so, and uh, your motherfucking mama.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, from the other 50% of the podcast, all all you kind fans who are nice enough to listen to us every week, he didn't mean to actually just threaten to eat your heart and fuck your dead body. He definitely didn't threaten to do that. As
0: long as you're consistent, I won't. <laughs>
1: Oh, man. Yeah. So, um, season eight, baby. <laughs> season, yeah, he's coming out hot. He's coming out the gates. But, you know, that's a good point. The, the nature of the whole season's going to kind of, you know, unfortunately, that's what we're dealing with. It's going to be rushed a little bit. We're not going to be able to see all the nuances and detail that we saw before. That being said, we're going to get what we're looking for. Yeah. Um, you know, and, I, and I'm thinking that all our answers are going to be, or our, all our questions will be answered by the time everything's said and done. So, Um, so from there we go to a little bit of Winterfell, Great Hall, Sansa, Jon, Danny are sitting there trying to figure out what to do next. Um, all the banners have been called to Winterfell. Um, the, the little Lord Umber goes back to Last Heart to get all the rest of his banners. But Lady Mormont is the one in there that's visibly and verbally unhappy. The Um, girl's outspoken. Yeah. She, she openly challenges Jon. Basically saying, like, you know, we appointed you king in the north and you come back bending the knee to some foreign queen. And, you know, obviously she's not happy about it. That's when Tyrion steps in a bit and he's like, listen, you know, John was brave enough to show us that this was a real threat. And, you know, he put his life on the line and and you know the life of his men to protect the north he's still loyal to you guys but you know danny's kind of the rightful queen
0: yeah and again john said he's like i didn't even fucking want this shit i want you guys to be alive and from john's perspective like people who haven't seen the walkers still care about and shit but from john's perspective i can understand the frustration right guys we're just trying to stay alive I don't care if I have to bend the knee to everybody. He, I mean, I mm-hmm. think if he told Cersei, like, I'll bend the knee to both of you for fuck's sake. Like that's I mean, at the end of the day, it's just about staying alive,
1: right? And and he was employing those same tactics at the wall as well. I mean, when he was trying to get all the wildlings south, and he said, I don't give a fuck who's a Night's Watchman and who's a wildling. At the end of the day, the only war that matters is the Great War. So that's right. Uh, so that's number one on his mind. Uh, and then it's kind of cool. Sansa and Danny are sitting next to each other at the table in there. And um, they're kind of like sizing each other up. Oh, yeah. Sansa's talking shit of all things about dragons. Like, oh, like Sansa could take on a dragon. Sick. And then she goes like, well, what do, what do dragons eat anyway? And Danny just turns to her. Whatever they whatever want. Whatever they want. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it moved a little bit when she said that. Oh, my
0: God, dude. Danny had me move in all episode. <laughs> and I told you it would have been a good burn would have been if Danny turned to her and said, you should know what your brother's been eating. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is, that's good. That would have been a good burn. No, I would good. have, if
0: I could rewrite the episode, I'd say you would whatever they of want. I would have been like, well, guess what? john has been eating <laughs> um,
1: Some, and then from there we go up to the Winterfell ramparts. Sansa and Tyrion have a little bit of catching up to do. Uh, got a little bit, uh, yeah, a little yeah. catching up, bit. Someone's got some explaining to do. Tyrion,
0: I love it when he sees her. They kind of have their formalities, and then Tyrion kind of is like. Uh, you know it was kind of hard to explain why you fled and she's like hey we're both still standing.
1: Yeah. That 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 is kind of a sticky situation like yeah um I'm innocent but my wife just like peace out of time. Yeah. yeah.
0: And then but then he even kind of defended her cuz some people said like well did you know of Sansa and he said I don't think she'd have anything to do with it. Mm-hmm. So Tyrion I'm a, a man with some honor for sure. Yeah,
1: oh definitely. Um but it's interesting here because during the course of the conversation Sansa brings up that like you actually believe Cersei when she said that she would come up here and fight with us. Sansa
0: good call by Sansa. Yeah.
1: Sa- Sansa is actually probably now that Littlefinger's dead, I think the smartest player in the game at this point. Oh yeah. I mean, I mean, who maybe Varus might be just cuz he knows more, just cuz he has more intel coming in, but Bran. Other than that, yeah, true, Bran. But Brand doesn't play
2: the game though. He's just, right. Him and Sam yeah, are just
0: book boys. Exactly. Well, Sam's a book boy and Brand is no, so it's not like they're in it. Yeah. Brandon's shaking his head. He disagrees. He doesn't like Brand. Mm-hmm. Brandon is an anti-Brand guy.
2: Not a big fan of Brand.
0: Not a big fan of Brand. You're That's okay. an
2: anti-Brand guy too, aren't you, though, Joe? Hey,
0: man, he's like raisin' Brand. You know, don't like it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just did. I kind of like. I mean, raisin' Brand's good for your health. You get a lot of fiber going. It's yeah. You know.
0: Yeah, but it doesn't get my juices flowing like Count Chocula. <laughs> All right. <laughs> when I wake up, you give me that count. I'm good to go. I get the marshmallows. At the end of it, you got chocolate milk.
1: <laughs> it, it, but I, it's important to note here, though, that Sansa is actually like at this point one of the only people, other than Jamie, who shows up later on. All of her episode, calls are accurate. Yeah, that that knows that Cersei's gonna lie here. Um, Arya and Jon have a reunion in the Winterfell Godswood. That was actually that was mm. actually I, I thought a very well handled reunion because they love each other so much and they hugged a couple times. they were, like talking about Needle and. But Long then
0: claw. Arya also says, gives him a hug and makes him think. And a lot of people are kind of coming at John hard about this whole Daenerys thing. And it's mm-hmm. like, listen, we're fine with you courting her. But, and a lot of them are kind of, she said, remember who you are. Like, remember that mm-hmm. you're a, a Stark, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and I think the message that we're going to see that a lot of people are telling John is, you know, the things we've heard about her aren't as impressive as the things we've heard about you. And yeah. it's, and in a way, they're saying, like, no one really chose her. Yeah. She convinced people to choose her. She convinced Masandi to choose her. Mm-hmm. John was forced into that position, which in a way is more noble. People said, "You, you're good." Whereas with Danny, it was like,
1: "Hey, I freed you." Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's it's interesting to see because the North already is like a stubborn group of people. They don't give away their trust easily. So once they find out that Danny was burning prisoners alive and shit outside of King's Landing. Mm. Uh, that's going to be pretty big, I think. And then yeah. um, also it, it, John just handed the reins to someone that like, he didn't even consult with anybody. So it's going to be a big issue. Yeah. Um, And we're going to see more of it next episode for sure. But hopefully they get over that shit before the white walkers get to the. Yeah. I mean, again, to the there's floor. no time. Yeah. And John no is,
0: you know, he's stressing. He's like, there's bigger fights that matter. Like it doesn't matter who's king or queen once we all get our fucking shit handed to us. Exactly. And from there, Kyborn and Cersei chat.
1: Yep, and uh, great relationship between Kyborn. It's Cersei. just
0: strictly platonic. It's a male and female <laughs> buddy. Kyborn, <laughs> he's just he's just worried about you know dead things. And
1: Cersei, Cersei, this is from the trailer too. We saw her smirk a little bit, but they didn't show Kyborn uh, next to her. Yeah. But Kyborn um, uh, brings news about. Uh, the wall came down. About the wall coming down. Meanwhile, out in the bay is the whole Iron Fleet, Euron, and the Golden Company. What's Strickland?
0: Henry Strickland? Harry Strickland? Harry Strickland. Yeah, that's he's the, the captain
1: of the Golden Company. That's so the guy we'll there. get down. And then they flip to his shoot. Can't talk. Flip to a scene in the uh, throne room, and Harry Strickland's there, kind of like saying, "It's good to be here. We'll fight with you. We got twenty thousand strong, which is a much big. That's a huge number." Um, that'll swing the course of a battle for sure. It is 20,000 seasoned knights. Oh, well, fuck yeah. No, I guess 2,000 cavalry, so that would be your knights, and then 20,000 uh, seasoned yeah. veterans of war. A couple SS. thousand
0: horses. Mm-hmm. Cersei's upset because he's like, yo, we don't got any elephants, but she thought there'd be elephants, and she's like, yeah. why didn't you bring elephants? He's like, we came on a boat. <laughs> I'm not Noah. <laughs> like, the fuck? What do you want from me?
1: She was pretty pissed about those elephants. She she's wanted the elephants. I think, elephants. and almost,
0: is it, do you, uh, it's so hard to infer from a face until you have further information but did you almost get a hint of in her face oh that's not enough
1: yeah yeah
0: i think she really is hoping the night king does damage but i don't think she wants the night king winning yeah oh, i don't yeah. even think she knows who the night king is i don't think she knows what any of that doesn't even register to her there's dead people okay what does that even mean she's probably thinking
1: it's she she's got the, the dead people have a lot of ground to cover before it becomes an issue for cersei
0: right right so. i mean that's It's like when you have like one little scrap on your wiener and you're like, that's nothing. But then weeks (laughs) later, you're like, wait a minute. He He has cousins. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, And then you (laughs) catch the pox, that's right. Yara, we see Yara's captain. It's a quick scene between Euron and Yara where he just like... Being a weirdo. He is so weird. And also one of his eyes isn't on the same page as the other. And I can't help but fixate on it.
1: Wait, he's got a—he's got a like a cock S- eye a little bit. slight.
0: You have to have a trained eye to find the cocks, like I do.
1: Oh yeah, you you you're, you got your eye on the cocks at all times, all the time, because
0: I never know which one to look at. <laughs>
1: he, oh, he, a pretty cool part here—he does mention that his uh, his crew is mutes, and why that's great is because Chris Sims, a well
0: learned book boy, and I had a discussion on this very podcast where that came mm-hmm. up before the show ever mentioned it. Mm-hmm. So,
1: so hey. The, it, it, for all you loyal listeners, you knew that before it was even mentioned in the show. So Feel free to Venmo us. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, so then uh, we go from there. Braun is actually getting some horror wizardry done to him by three horror, three Dude, and straight up,
0: I could never do that. What, just just, just What, are those two are just there to hang out <laughs> while the girl rides your side saddle? Like, what are you supposed to do? And Pretty they, much. That's they're just,
1: it. They're talking about his homies just burning alive. Yeah. Was, like, how, how are you supposed to perform in that scenario?
0: I could never do, I mean, two of those girls, two and a half of those girls would leave severely unsatisfied. <laughs>
1: Two and a half disappointed girls. Two and a half disappointed coming, girls. Coming, on ABC at eight PM.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then there's just like a you and coming, coming soon ABC <laughs> Fridays at eight. Game of Bones.
2: Uh, That's right. Uh, That's but Kyburn right. Q-
1: rolls. rolls in there hot, and Brian, of course, is pissed off at first. But Kyburn's like, you know, the queen doesn't wait. Um, Cersei hires Brian to assassinate Tyrion andor Jamie, whichever one of them's left alive after they shit up north. Um, and he and she adds a little poetic twist to it and bow. throws in that uh, crossbow that Tyrion used to kill Tywin.
0: And Bronn has been offered two wagon full two wagons full of gold to mm-hmm. kill both Jaime and Tyrion. She said, "Brothers," mm-hmm. or Kyborn did. And uh, you might be wondering, isn't this a more important scene for Cersei to deliver this information? But also, as we've covered on this podcast, Cersei and Bronn in real life dated, and it was a terrible relationship, and they broke up so badly that on set they're actually never even on set together. So that's why we've never seen any Braun and Cersei scenes. That's why during the Dragon Pit scene Braun and Podrick walk off. It's cause they literally can't be on set together because they fucking despise each other.
1: Yeah, that's wild. They they probably had some wild shit going on oh, in their relationship. Huh? Sir Braun
0: of the fucking Blackwater.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I also do think that um in the show it is kind of meant that like Cersei wants to be hands off. Like she she knows that now. She Jamie, has Kyborn. I mean, J- Jamie is a dra- Jamie's a traitor technically now, so she yeah. knows that he has to die. But she, I don't think she wants to be the one to personally deliver that right hit information. Right. Um, so she kind of passes out to Qyburn, and I mean, then, she regrets. Well, yeah. Keep going. Keep going. I was just gonna say that after that scene, Cersei and Euron smaying. He
0: really exit. There are those nights where she's not feeling, it, and you're like, "Come on." <laughs>
1: Yeah, he was, he wasn't quitting.
0: At least let me touch some boobs. But he was he just kept pushing and pushing and she finally relents and then he's like afterwards he's like, Yo, how good was it? Mm-hmm. And she's like, get the fuck out
1: <laughs> Well, she said it was better than Robert. But that's small well,
0: he was always drunk, he was always worn out for yeah, the whores. Probably, he had no yeah. interest in Cersei. He didn't love her, he loved Liana Stark. So mm-hmm. Cersei and then he asks about Jamie if he's better than the Kingslayer, and that kinda and this is the sign that like She's already regretting sending Braun after Jamie. She's fine if Braun puts a arrow through Tyrion's fucking head. Mm-hmm. But when she sends him out, she's sitting there, clearly tears in her eyes. She's drinking. And its I think it's all has to do with Jamie. And also, before Euron leaves, he touches her belly and says, I'm going to put a prince yeah, in Yeah, that
1: here. was pretty... It, Euron's pushing a lot of lines. Yeah. Uh, she's maybe. not even
0: showing yet, though. Right. But T- Danny isn't either, and you know my theory about her being pregnant, so...
1: Yeah, I don't. Yeah, we'll we'll get to that later on. Um, from there, Theon actually fucking redeems himself here, bit Small redemption, exactly. But a good
0: start. He fucking comes onto to one of Euron's, um ships to, on
1: silence, yeah,
0: where your where Yara is captive, and he's just him and his boys are putting arrows through skulls so quickly. Yeah, and Theon um has had success with an arrow in the past. We forget about that mm-hmm. wildling who had Bran, mm-hmm. and Rob gets pissed, and he's like. And this is back when Theon had a big old dick, and Rob says, "You oh, well, you why did you do that?" And Theon's like, "Someone had to act, and I did." Mm-hmm. The- so Theon is going back to that original, the Stark raised me. I know how to do this shit.
1: Now, dude, it, when Theon entered into the room where Yara was being held captive, I thought I thought that he stabbed the person and didn't shoot the person with an arrow.
0: He stabbed him when they initially okay. entered the vessel though, when the, they But get- his
1: boys were shooting the arrow. cuz he's missing fingers, so I was going to ask some questions about him shooting that's an arrow. Axe. But he I don't an think Okay, so he so he never himself shot an arrow. So that's good. We don't know no though, if holes. any of those
0: boys weren't him i thought the one dude because I, I initially said oh that's theon because it looked like him from behind one of those guys
1: mm-hmm. did maybe they all maybe. wear the same shit too. they all got they the same
0: similar it. hair but he has that yeah. kind of wavier hair that's why i wondered mm-hmm. but he he rescues her yep and as they're kind of taken off she's like I'm, I'm your queen let's sail to the iron island so that daenerys has a place to retreat if shit goes south our queen and he Which goes i never
1: thought about but that makes a point. lot of sense yeah yeah
0: and theon agrees he says you're my queen but she sees in his eyes something's not right. She says, you want to go to Winterfell and help the Starks? You're other family, in essence. And he's Mm -hmm. like, I I do. And she says, you have my blessing. And and Theon is a big, the revenge tour, Theon revenge tour. Theon's back in the game. Guess what? He's giving out some business now.
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna be the first one to say it. Heard it here first. Team Theon. Team Theon. I'm all about Theon.
0: I'm here. Theon's like he's like a he's like a born-again businessman. Britain's he's knocking on doors and he's like, Do you think you'll go to heaven today? <laughs> Theon's at it. He's back in the game.
1: Britton, you're shaking your head. What's what's up? What's going on there? It's
2: it's not necessarily that I'm anti-Team Theon. It's just that he finally it, it's so nice to finally see him get this redemption that he's been getting toward this entire time. I'm a little disappointed that it's not as much as I would like, but we're going to get that later on.
1: Yeah, he's he This my, is a strong start. Yeah, this is I mean, he came from fucking down like 15 to nothing in, at the start of the 7th inning. Now, yeah. he he's tied in the
2: He He's eighth. hit a couple he's, slammies. He's, he's <laughs> tied in the eighth. It's like 17 5 right now. We got a ways to go okay, before the actual okay. payoff, but there it, Once it yeah,
0: but you know what when it's 17-38, you know what I say to that? <laughs> yeah. yeah, baby. <laughs> That ain't no problem. That ain't no, no problem. problem. Listen, this was a good start. First off, to go onto the ship like that—that that showed balls. I mean, Theon mm-hmm. from all we've seen from Theon since Ramsey had him before that, he he was he was kind of ballsy. Yeah. And then Ramsey literally broke him down, and he's re- caught, he's finding his own se- it's been his been old a long self. Jersey. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's been a long journey, but he's been getting a long back. jersey. <laughs> let me tell you, um,
0: down to the knees.
1: So we head back up to Winterfell. Um, The Karstarks are rolling in. They're marching into uh, the castle. One thing I just want to point out here, and I was kind of worried about before the season started, I thought that they were going to skip some levels of detail that are important to the sets and everything, but it was really cool to see... The difference on the pan out of Winterfell in the beginning of this episode when Danny and all those guys arrived. Yeah, you see the surrounding then, villages. Yeah, you, you see that you see camps rising. You see villages popping up, and I think that's I, I think that's really cool. And, and uh, like they actually paid attention to that stuff.
0: Important details that were added. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and then Johnny and Dan or er, John and Danny go to the dragons. Uh, they kind of are like dragons don't perform well in, in the winter. I guess they don't like the cold weather, so they're not eating. <laughs> Danny decides to go up there and feed her herself, but I guess they just kind of forgot about that and decided to ride the Yeah, they dragons. wore him out
0: more. They were like you yeah. <laughs> need to eat when you could do some more exercise. Exactly. Uh, but so this is important, Danny hops on Drogon and she says, "Hey, get on." And this scene I think could be cheesy. I thought it was a little cheesy. I thought yeah. but I mean, I think and hear, hear me out. As a show writer goes in Hollywood, Even in Game of Thrones, you need a minute of levity because I think from episodes two through six, there's not going to be much fun. Mm -hmm. I think there's going to be a lot of sad. There's going to be a lot of business. We did not lose any important characters in this episode. And you rest assured, two through six, it's going to be a fucking bloodbath. Every actor, every writer on the show has joked about how it is a bloodbath.
1: Yeah, I so mean, people are to die, You
0: got to work them up before you get the explosion of blood,
1: you yeah. know? And a lot of people aren't going to like how John how quickly John was able to ride the dragon. But my counterpoint to that is I don't want to sit here and watch two episodes of De or John trying to figure out how to ride a fucking dragon. And if I don't you're one
0: that. of those persons or people, I should say, who complained about <laughs> two episodes of shit taking so long and now are mad that it's rushed, like I said earlier, Straight down your fucking yeah. throat, grabbing your heart, eating that
1: shit. <laughs> Bren, Brennan, what do you got? What do you got for us?
2: Well, just to that point, I'm the exact opposite. I wanted shit to get stretched out longer. I wanted more episodes. I wanted I wanted to see the battles in season seven.
0: As long as you're consistent, though, that's fine. If yeah. you've always felt that way, I'm
2: fine with it. So that. even even with the, the 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 excuse, like, he's a Targaryen, he can figure out how to ride dragons pretty quickly. Fine. I, I'm fine with that. But, but the fact that they just bring up, like, hey, ride this fucking dragon out of Nowhere.
0: But let me let me counterpoint that. In the show, at no point do they say no one else can ride a dragon. Right. They never they never set that up in the world of Game of Thrones on the show, so why can't anyone?
2: But we've never seen her offer that to anyone else. No, no one else, else has ever dicked her down position. that good. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no one's off <offered> with the
0: D. <laughs> she would have let Kyle definitely if he was still alive. She definitely or are you kidding me, she definitely would have yeah, let Kyle for sure. Granted,
2: he never got to that point. May he right. rest in peace. May he
0: rest in peace. But she would have <laughs> let him. And I think it's important that like I think beside the fact of whatever we believed, if the world doesn't set up the fact that she never said, if it was never established that no one can ride this except a Targaryen, then yeah, I'd be pissed. But it wasn't.
1: And and as someone who's dug deep into the books and and prequels and encyclopedias, things like that, in The Dance of Dragons, there were non-Targaryens that rode multiple dragons. And trained and rode them, yeah. so... I think in the
0: past, I've said it, uh, only Targaryens can, and I was no. wrong. That's my mistake.
2: It's it's not an issue of... I'm upset that a non-Targaryen is writing. I'm not upset that You just that don't like shown. how
1: quickly it is.
2: And it's not even necessarily, like, this feels rushed. It just feels so inconsistent with the rest of the episode and the rest of the tone for kind of the series that Again, I, I don't really like it.
1: See, I, 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 I tend to agree with you with that. My only thing is that I don't mind that they rush that because... Mm-hmm. I would rather see something like the tension between Danny and Sansa build up. Over yeah, that's what I want. That's yeah, I, I, what I want.
2: I'm fine with them rushing it. It was the tone that really set me off. Yeah, I'm fine. with like the, the said, levity a
1: little bit.
0: Yeah. I'm fine yeah. with John being scared. Like I think it's fine. It, it, there can be silly moments in in, in that. But yeah. I agree, though it was like too much. There were too many times where John was like, Whoa, "Oh!" oh. <laughs> and then they
2: just like throw down the D in the middle of that uh, that open. Yeah, I don't think the they scene. banged there,
0: but there's this great they so they out. land, they and then out. John is like, Danny's like about to get jump his jump his fucking bones, and he's just like staring into her eyes, and he's like. Yeah, but what about them and the dragons? Just like staring at him. She's like, she's like, they don't care. And then John is like making out with her, and this part was just downright funny. And I'm glad they did it. John (laughs) opens his eyes while kissing her, and Droga is just fucking staring staring him down. I think it was Gale staring at him,
1: but either way, yeah, he's just staring straight at him.
0: And that brings me back to the intervention when one of the guys, I think it was Rooney, said, uh, "You know, those kids are gonna be pissed." Yeah, if you're banging the dragon mom, and I said, they're, but they're gonna be, they're gonna well, like how we've good all I do her.
1: We've all had our encounters with some moms. You never want them running to the kids while while, you know, while you're having so. us. <laughs>
0: You never want to run into kids with a motor, Let me tell you, you never, you don't want to be around kids with with a hard dick, guys.
1: Ask Michael Jackson. It's Michael
0: J, dude. He's never leaving Neverland. Uh,
1: from there, we go back to Winterfell. Uh, Gendry is officially the head blacksmith at Winterfell now. He's hey, making all these dragon glass weapons. He makes a pretty badass dragon glass axe for the Hound. Oh yeah, um, oh it looks great. Which is going to do work. You know that thing is just going to do hella work.
2: Cannot wait.
1: <laughs> then Arya walks in, sees the Hound first. Um, they're both kind of like, ah, and yeah. Then, and then the Hound's uh, the hound was like, "You left me to die." Um, and Arya was, "Well, <laughs> she know.
0: said something. She's like, she's like, I can't. You left me to die." And she's like, "Well, I robbed you first. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, and then he kind of he's like, "You're a cold little bitch, aren't you?" And then he goes, that's probably why you're still alive. And then they kind of like exchange a smirk, and he walks away. Mm -hmm. And then Gendry sees her, and he's like, you've aged well.
1: Oh, yeah. They're spitting for each other.
0: They are. Gendry has kind of gone with the shaved head a little bit. Mm -hmm. He's looking like a little... Westeros, Snack. a little Westeros history x right now. Oh, it's a little, man. you know what
2: I mean though?
0: He's so looking awful. a little creepy. I saw him and my first thought was like,
2: I don't like this boy anymore. Take that shirt off. Let me see if you have any tattoos. Yeah, it's a little creepy. I
1: don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm pro Gendry short hair. You know, I'm in. I'm pro Gendry
0: short hair, but he yeah. went full buzz.
1: Yeah.
0: Alright, that's fine. That's yeah. fine. But, know. uh, and then Arya and him, they start throwing a little heat each other's They're way.
1: They're smirking, you know, a little... I, I think they might end up being. It up. A
0: thing. I said that was my prediction on the prediction episode, and so they kind of just exchange. It's just cute, nothing important. But she walks mm-hmm. away, and whenever a girl walks away from you and turns around and looks back at you in like a spin move, she hit him with that three sixty slam. <laughs> uh, when a girl does that, very shortly, is are you is yep. you're gonna cream. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> you just went from 0 to 100, okay? I was, oh, in man. my head,
0: I was like, we don't need to make this dirty. And then I was like, I have a, I have real, I have problems. No,
1: no filter, no filter. Uh, from there, we get a little uh, Sansa and John. one-on-one. We one killed on the one. producer. <laughs> we have,
0: oh, this is great, this is a great <laughs> scene.
1: We have a little Sansa and John one-on-one. On one. Uh, Sansa just got a raven from uh, the Glovers, Basically saying that they're going to stay out of the war. They're going to stay at Deepwood Pissed Mott. Pissed me off. This Okay, first of all, Lord Glover is an oathbreaker twice now, and a coward. Um, so hopefully, once all, everything's all said and done, John leads an army to Deepwood Mott and cleans them out. Or the Night um, King
0: probably already will. Yeah, I mean, hopefully. I mean, they, are they on the way to Winterfell North? If we uh, can remember So the they map? just
1: went from the last hearth. Now the next stop would be Carhold. And then next stop would be Winterfell. But pretty sure with the way they did the intro sequence, they just went from The Last Hearth to Winterfell. So I'm pretty sure Winterfell's the next stop on that. uh... You know
0: what pisses me off about Lord Glover especially is he is one of the loudest voices. And I've watched a bunch of clips of Game of Thrones. The one I've watched the most is when they dub Jon Snow King in the north. And he's the one. And Jon actually says... House Glover will stand behind House Stark. He says the quote the guy says, mm-hmm. basically saying what a fucking bitch. Yep. In the moment he just got caught up in the moment and didn't want to look like a coward then. He'd rather look like a coward and not in front of anyone.
1: And now and Sansa is basically saying like, well, he pledged himself to you, the King of the North, not to Danny. But like Sansa, he wasn't there anyway. Yeah, so he like know. Yeah. So like he wasn't even there when Danny got back to Winterfell with John, so that wasn't why he stayed out of it. He was just a coward. Yeah. Um but John rebuttals basically saying titles don't matter. We need Danny. I brought two armies with us. I brought two dragons. We didn't stand a chance before, and now we actually have a fighting chance.
0: Yeah, we got to live. And if Glover wants to wants to be on the wrong side of this, that's fine. Because if we win, sauce. If the Night King wins, still sauce. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit colder.
1: <laughs> Just a little ice sauce. <laughs> a
0: little ice sauce. The worst kind.
1: Uh, so Sam's in the uh, rookery reading at Winterfell. Danny and Jorah walk in. This is
0: fucking cringy,
1: folks. This is. So it, it started out what I thought would be a pretty touching moment. Um, because Danny's there to thank Sam for bringing back Jorah, uh, curing him a grayscale. Saved and- her best friend's life. Mm-hmm. And, um... Somehow the conversation kind of twisted around to Sam finding out about his dad, Randall Tarly, and poor, his brother, Dickon Tarly. Poor transition.
0: He jokes that he needs a pardon for stealing books from the Citadel when she becomes queen. She laughs, and then he says, oh, I also st- stole a sword from my dad, uh, You know, House Tarly. And she goes, not Randall. And he's like, yeah, Randall. Mm-hmm. And she's like, your, your father was part of a battle. He, he refused to bend the knee and I burned him. And the actor who plays Sam, I forget his name, it's John something. Amazing job! The camera never leaves him, mm-hmm. and his face goes from confused to yep. tears. What an acting performance by him! Yep. And then he says, "Um, well, well what about you know, Rickon? Is he in charge of House Tarly now?" And she says, he, "He was with your father. He also wouldn't bend the knee." And Sam just starts bawling his eyes out, and we start to see that. Well, they he, made- well
1: Sam goes. He's like, "Well, I guess I can go home now that my brother Dickon's the Lord." Because yeah. keep in mind, like nope. Sam disliked his well.
0: Sam's father disliked him, but Sam, of mm-hmm. course, still had a soft spot for his father. But his brother was nice to him. Mm-hmm. He, he loved his brother, yep. and to find that out, and it's uh, it's uh, what we've talked about for for seven seasons, which is Daenerys. We think is good, but her decisions are not as noble as a Jon Snow's. They're just not.
1: Mm-hmm. But Jon Snow has also died over some of those so noble decisions too. Danny's still alive right now. Uh, but True, my, my, my qualm with this is that why would Danny, knowing you're in a foreign land, kind of, I mean you're in the north, you're trying to win over people, and your first thing that you say to someone whose family you killed was like, "Yeah, that was me. I burned the fuck out of them as they were my prisoners."
0: Well, because like, she, she's now she's learning a little bit from John. Remember what John says at the end of season seven: if we stop, if we if we all keep lying, then where stop that She didn't have it. to
1: lie. She just could have just not said anything about. Been like Brian. I had never heard that name before.
2: honestly i think it's because danny's decisions are in service of her and her goals yeah they are noble in the sense that when she sees a general kind of injustice like slavery or something similar she will step in on those people's behalf but the majority of her decisions are for to benefit her whereas john's are to benefit what he believes is morally just so it it would make sense that she just doesn't care that she kind of burned these two guys Or doesn't yeah. even put necessarily in importance on it.
1: I also think it kind of adds into her psyche, how she grew up um, kind of abused and almost like yeah. nothing in the shadow of Viserys. So she kind of relates to you know the slaves and the underdog- underdogs and mm-hmm. stuff, whereas she doesn't have that same sort of love or relation to just lords. I mean, she's always been talking about breaking the wheel in Westeros, so she already doesn't like the lords and ladies yeah. of Westeros, so... Um, those deaths don't weigh as heavily on her as some of the, you know, like you said, slaves and things like that.
0: Who's the one major person Jon Snow executes? It's Janice Slint, an all around shithead, right? He's the one major guy who he beheads. And when Jon Snow beheads him, he even has a moment where he hesitates. Yeah. But he just became Lord Commander. And at the end of the day, that's a proper execution, right? Did it by the book. Janice Slint refused an order. Multiple uh, times. Multiple <laughs> times. He, he proved to be weak. He proved to be a coward. What he did in King's Landing was unforgivable. And then he chops Janice Lynn's fucking head off, but he hesitated. And, and, and he um, executed Ali and all that. Yep, but guess Allison what? They Thorne. just had fucking killed him. That's exactly, different. Exactly. He killed
1: him. And then, he, of course, he mercy-killed Mance Rader when he was burning alive. And that was one of the most the honorable Hutt. things he did. Yeah. Uh, Mance Rayder even
0: looks at him, he's like,
2: eh! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> all right.
1: Um, from there, we're still in Winterfell, but um, we're down in the crypts. John is visiting Ned down there, and oh, yeah. Sam walks in. Super, I mean, still tearing up because he just found out about his dad and brother dying. Um, he's still a little bit pissed off, but I, the word I would use here was just Sam was just very passionate about everything that's being said. Um, but the big reveal here is Sam tells John that he's actually Aegon Targaryen, um, the rightful heir to the Iron Throne. Your, even your, more so than Danny,
0: your your mother's Lyanna Stark. Mm-hmm. You're. Father's Rhaegar Targaryen. John starts crying, and John actually walks up on Sam in kind of an aggressive way. He says, "My father was the most honorable man I ever met." Mm-hmm. And he goes, "Ned Stark was your uncle. He he took you in when Lyanna died. He he found you, and the reason he did it was to save your life." And he basically Robert would have killed him. A bit of writing that it's for those people who never picked up the nuance of why Ned lied. It's a little on the nose, but he said he's like, you know, Robert would have killed you. All that and Sam really packages it home for the the layperson, and it's it's true. Mm-hmm. And then John now is is. Shook as fuck.
1: It's it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out in the next episode because the whole, Danny's whole journey thus far is her being the rightful queen, right? And then all of a sudden she finds out that this guy she's smanged a couple of times is, is the rightful is king. The rightful queen and it's now. his
0: nephew. Yeah. And also, John is now start. I, th- I think there's a lot of. The Daenerys John relationship, which really started one episode ago, is already teetering for a simple reason that his sister Sansa already kind of gave sauce to him for Daenerys. Mm-hmm. Arya even said to him, "Remember who you are." All mm-hmm. the Northmen are telling him it's important mm-hmm. to remember that you're you're. Even
1: Bro- on Royce is is not happy about it,
0: right? And uh, something we didn't really talk about was Davos and Tyrion hinting that a pairing between the two would be good because yeah. they're a handsome couple. It's a very short talk. Um, no one pitches
1: anything to them though. And then I that's think the only the- way I think that can ever work out. Yeah, because then they're king and queen. And you yeah, know, not not one of them's higher than the other one. Davos pitches. He says,
0: "Why can't a king and queen rule together?" Which, if that were to end that way, would be way too fairy tale for my taste. Mm-hmm. But um, the fact that they said it is a scary thing because then that's they're propositioning it. But I, I think th- I think Daenerys is too proud. I think John would be fine with it. I think Daenerys is too proud. I don't think Daenerys mm-hmm. wants a husband. Who is a king with her?
1: See, I don't, I don't know, man, because she was willing to marry the one guy in Marine to keep Marine together. So, could you imagine what she's willing to do? To who keep would have been in charge,
2: though?
0: Yeah, true. She's not- <laughs> true. She wants to break the fucking wheel, dude. She doesn't want to just be a part of it. And another thing that's sort of th- important to note is when Sam tells John, you know, like. Um, she she burned my my family. Did you know? And John's kind of like, no, I didn't know. But you mm-hmm. see, John's face is kind of like, she did that. Yeah. Like, are you serious? Yep,
1: yep. That's that's gonna be a big conversation for them to have as well. That listen, family Targaryen family dinner next week is gonna be real fucked up. It's
0: gonna be real weird. It's <laughs> gonna be real weird. I'll tell you one thing. Um, Uh,
1: um, And then from there... um, That's it, right? Oh, no. No, we go up to the last hearth. So, Tormund and Barrett, good to see them alive. We saw them live in the trailer, but uh, they roll in with some survivors from the wall. They're kind of creeping through the last hearth because everyone there, all they see there is like... uh, Carnage. Yeah, like swords, blood everywhere. Um, No bodies. Scary. And then they run into Ed Tullet, which was good to see him. I wasn't sure if he was going to make it either. Um, so they 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 meet up and then they go into the great hall of the last hearth and hanging up on on that on the wall behind them is Lord Umber the young Lord Umber wow. um, completely dismembered
2: and then arms and legs all over the place arm, arms and legs in
1: the, in the formation um, same formation that the White Walkers made in season one is there a word for one. that formation I don't know. I would just call it like a spiral maybe the eye. Yeah, I form it nickel. <laughs> Twins. Twins, um, all right. Yeah, Now, I, I mean, for the purposes of this, we'll just call it the White we'll call Walker, it Tampa White Walker Spiral. I don't know. White
0: Walker Spiral, yeah, I like that. It works. Wow. I'm going to go to the spiral ice cream. Tap. Yeah, I'm going to go to the ice cream server can I they can have the White Walker Spiral, please. <laughs> yeah.
1: um, we also saw it in um, like when the, the Children tap. of the Forest made the first White Walker 2. That was the same yep. spiral there. Same spiral. It's we almost it like the... they're a
0: little pissed about it. <laughs> <laughs> revenge tour for the
1: White Walkers. We saw it in the Dragonstone Mines. So Who's, whose been revenge
0: around. tour has more momentum right now, though? White Walkers or Theon?
1: Dude, I'm Team Theon I'm team right the- He's got oh, a lot man. of momentum. He's got like two guys <laughs> with him.
0: He's, I think that... Don't sleep on Team Theon, gang. Okay?
2: You don't just put an axe in someone's face and not have a lot of momentum. He's yeah, got a lot of momentum.
0: One might argue Theon has more momentum than I like, King right now. Uh, just saying. Keep your eyes out. I'm, my Season 8 <laughs> prediction is changing. King Theon.
1: And then right as, uh, you know, Tormund, Barrick, and Ed Tullard are talking, Lord Umber, who's hanging on the wall, comes alive. Yeah, little boy. And um, uh, Barrick slices him up with his flaming sword, which of course, fire kills white, so he dies. Um, but that was kind of like a fuck, like, we'll, we'll remember, or I guess it was kind of like a reminder to the audience, like, that's actually like what is all going on right now, because we hadn't seen any White Walker action before right. that.
0: It's important to note too that that's their symbol. Again, I really hope there's an explanation for all this bullshit in the end. Mm -hmm. And the thing that they come to, the conclusion they come to between Ed. Torriman and uh, Beric and Darian, they're between us right now in Winterfell. we got to get some horses. Yep. we gotta, we got to head that way.
1: Yep. And then the episode finishes off in Winterfell, and Jamie makes his non-triumphant return. Comes under
0: cloak and dagger because he doesn't want anyone to see him, so he's all, he's all fucking tied up. He gets and- off his horse, takes his coat off, turns around, and who's staring right at him? <laughs> I told you yeah, this was yeah. the one I'm most excited for. Brandy
1: Brand, Raisin Brand. star
0: start with those dead eyes <laughs> looking right at him. And Jamie's face is hilarious. He's just like, ah.
1: Oh. Well, it was interesting because in the, in the last scene we were in in Winterfell, Brand uh, was saying, like, I'm waiting on an old friend. And we're like, I, I didn't know who the fuck he was talking Jamie. about. Jamie, he saw and Jamie then, traveling. Yeah, and then, of course, the next time we we're in Winterfell, Jamie rolls in and Brand's right there. And that's where the episode ends.
0: I forget that Bran can see those things, so that's why he's waiting for him. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was, like, the worst
1: coincidence, but now it makes sense. No. <laughs> so, <laughs> um... And Bran's just like, remember the window? <laughs> Amazing episode. Um, it's, it was finally back. I, we got... We got... Whatever Dude. we got tonight was gonna be completely fine with me, because I've been edged for two years. Oh, God, yeah. It's time for an explosion. It's time.
0: Dude, guys, just mountains of it all over. <laughs> Three things, though, that I want to point out. Go ahead. We thought winter was over. Guess what? There was snow today. Winter's back. Tiger wins the Masters. Tiger's back. Game of Thrones is back. Coincidence? I don't know. Tiger being back. What is Tiger very similar to? A lion. Lions have what? House Lannister. Also, they're going extinct, folks. Donate to the Humane Society. So that's a lot of weird things going on that I think all relate in a lot of ways, yeah, right? They're 100% right? All Someone bail me out. Someone say something. No, Change the subject. <laughs> listen,
1: I need Tiger to make a cameo in season eight as a White Walker. Boom. Yeah, Boom. and he's just fucking <laughs> a waitress. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, what if what if he just hits a fucking he hits his driver and takes out a, a dragon
0: and he just does the fist pump <laughs> he does the tiger fist pump oh, hugs his kid
1: so um uh, that was season eight episode one Chidi what what's your rating here oh
0: oh God I wasn't yeah, get prepared. that shit out <laughs> oh, man you shocked me seven point five a solid start really good it's it's. It's, it's, I'll be honest, of the eight seasons, it's not the strongest opener we've had. Yeah. Openers are always weak, though. you got to remember. Exactly. It's how you finish. Remember that. It's mm-hmm. how you finish. But a 7.5 to start is good. It's, a lot of it's probably because I'm excited when I do my rewatch of this episode later this week. Maybe it'll lower. But it, it won't go any higher, but it's a 7.5 for sure.
1: All right. Seven and a half.
0: Brendan? Uh, it, no, dec- it's decimals only, Chris. 7.5.
2: <laughs> Game, Game of Thrones scale, this is a 7. Regular television scale, this is a 9. Just I like that answer. Yeah, yeah. I just like that compared
1: answer. to the rest of the episodes. Yeah. Yeah, I feel. That's you a good, that's a good answer. I also gave it a 7. Um I, I thought that Theon becoming the MVP was pretty tight. Big I thing. love a good
0: redemption story like Tiger.
1: <laughs> love that. Um John finding out I that episode 1 that he's aegon Targaryen I thought was good. Let's Had get, to down get down that out business. of the way. And one thing I one thing I really didn't like about it was they took their sweet ass time starting it at about eight oh five p.m. Yeah, they cut it off right at nine. Okay, HBO. Yeah. I see your bullshit. Yeah, um, you're not fooling anybody. We're gonna get you on the horn. I'm pissed.
0: Yeah, you're not fooling anybody, HBO, because we, we, you know. Another thing that kind of irks me is I don't need to know what happened last time on Game of Thrones. I fucking have watched the show. If anyone's coming into Game of Thrones fresh for this episode, fuck them. They're not.
1: They're not. Your, they're not oh, gee, your. I'm gonna have to ask you to start being
2: nicer to our listeners.
0: <laughs> I'm not talking about our listeners. I'm talking about people who come into the show to watch the first episode of season eight. And they're like, thank God there's a recap. Yeah.
2: I'm 100 percent with John on this one. If you just started watching because of this season, fuck you. They're not. The Game of Thrones
0: is bread and butter. You've made your money off the diehards. Give me more episode and less of last time.
1: Okay. One thing I did really like about this episode was that the North didn't automatically just like fall in love with it. Like it wasn't like I don't think they're ever gonna conversation. I know, but like you know, a lot of times, especially looking at Danny's past, like she's been very uh, people have been easily attracted to her. Let's put it that way. So I, I like that Why'd you look friction. at me?
0: Why'd you look at me when you said that?
1: I've been looking at you the whole time we've been talking. All right, cool. <laughs> but no, yeah. I, so I do like that. I like that there's some friction and tension there. Um, first segment, best line, Yas Queen. Um, this is, of course, the best line of the episode. And the Yas Queen is a line in the episode with a little yeah. more sass, a little more songs to so, it. So
0: I'll go first. Yeah, lead That's us off. Cool. Lead us off. My best line is Sam to John. When after Sam and John kind of got into it in the pit a little bit, Sam made it clear that D- Danny had done some awful things. And, you know, John kind of gave some sauce back. And Sam said, you gave up your crown to save your people. Would she do the same? Great line. And my Yas Queen. There were so, ma- there were so many in this one. Yeah. Um. But I went with one that actually wasn't that funny because there were a lot of funny lines. But it was more of a bo- burn, which is when Lady Mormont stood up and said, your grace or your lord, when she's talking to John, she's like, actually, I don't know what you are anymore. Yeah. Sauced
1: his ass off. Oh! That, that that. was that. Had some heat on it. A lot of heat. A um, lot of heat. So that your your best line was my same best line. I, I mean, There's nothing, you can't top that. that. Sam killed it. Yeah. Uh, my Yas Queen was Cersei talking to Euron when he says or when she says, "You want a whore, go buy one. You want a queen, you earn her."
0: Oh, that's like, true. Yeah. That's just true in life, you yeah.
1: know. Yeah. Not too many queens out there. There's not gotta, too many
0: queens out there. You no. find one, you got to hold her tight, mm-hmm. you know. And you got You got the truth. You get, you're gonna have to go apple picking sometimes
1: you're gonna you're gonna have to you're gonna have to find a, you're gonna, a fleet of dornishmen in the middle of the black water
0: you're gonna have to go to a pumpkin patch once in a while you know if you want a queen it's not all gonna be the fun stuff you're gonna have to go to some boring stuff sometimes that's just how it is that's how the game is played uh,
1: relationship like, advice the game of bones the game of, the bones. Game of bones uh next segment hottest, hottest, hottest moment i had a couple pretty self-explanatory hottest moment in the episode i'll lead us off this time um again team theon theon rescuing yara Loved it. Ooh. I thought it was a little bit easy how, uh, how it went down, but whatever. I'll take it.
0: Yeah, I like that. I like that. I had two, so I'll start with my first one. Arya seeing Gendry. This is before they meet. She just sees him on a horse, and she kind of smirks. I would have loved a lip bite there. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a little, yeah, a little lip bite when she sees him, well, and she I just kind of just kind of lifts the shirt up a little bit, and Gendry's right. like, I remember that. Okay. okay. Uh, <laughs> and then my... <laughs> And then my next one, reel it back. Yeah, I'm sorry, reel it back, reel it back. A lot of hot moments in this one. My next one is when Danny gives huge sauce to Sansa at the dinner table when she said they eat whatever they want. Yeah, that was was nice. That was nice. I love angry Danny. Oh, (laughs) next segment.
1: (laughs) Um, Also, I had on there hottest moment, uh, John riding Regal uh, because it wasn't the first time he rode a dragon. So. Uh, next segment, Mount Rushmore. So this time we're actually gonna do a draft of characters you'd most want to party with from Game of Thrones. Oh yeah. So um we're not talking necessarily actors, we're talking the actual characters, the characters. on the show. Yes. Uh Chita, you wanna lead us off? And
0: it's party with, like a full blown yeah, like with, people yeah. you in when we say party, we mean like fucking ragers. Yep. We don't mean like pin the tail of donkey, there's a pinata, we mean like card We're not we talking, hard, we're not talking parents
1: floor. pizza. Pop. Party? No.
0: Yeah. No. No. We're talking ecstasy, uh, anus, all the fun stuff. the good Jungle. Okey, cookie. Butt uh, chugging. Butt chugging, yeah. uh, Dead hookers. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, the, uh, since I get first pick, it's easy. It's, I'm gonna go with Daenerys Stormborn. She would be so much fun to hang out with. I'd love to crush up some Adderall and snort it off her toes. <laughs> Uh, it's just <laughs> to stay focused on the parties to stay focused on the rage she is oh, my man. light uh she is my moon and my stars i'm the stallion let me mount that ass. okay chris you
1: um i'm gonna go with brown oh yeah, yeah brown on of the Blackwater. Be, you know it'd be a great night
0: Do, is it season eight people or anyone
1: uh well let's go okay. season, eight. It's season eight season eight yeah. season eight it's season eight Whoever's still right. left so, alive
0: so give your give your brown pitch
1: um, not much of a there's not much of a pitch. I mean, you drink and you smang. I mean, drink and you smang. That's it.
2: <laughs> That's
0: it. <sighs> My second pick will be Tyrion Lannister. Uh, he drinks. He knows dog. things. I'm wearing the shirt right now that says I drink and I know things. Uh, the guy is just... Uh, he's a party. He's a blast in a glass. He's, he's kind of toned down in his old age. He's but a blast in a glass. But if I can get him back to young Tyrion, if I can bring that out of him, there will be... Babes all over. There'll be wine flowing. You know I'm a wine guy, so I'll go with Tyrion Lannister.
1: Okay. I am going to go with, uh, for my second pick, Tormund Giantsbane. Ooh, oh, shit. Oh, I, yeah, I, your think he, impressive. I think he would get after it. I think he'd really get after yeah. it. Yeah, that's good. He's, he's out here smanging Giants. He's out here trying to smang Brienne. <laughs> I'm here for that.
0: I'm going to go with, uh, this could be a weird pick, but hear me out, Arya Stark. Oh, now no, the reason yeah, respect- i'm going Arya is because when she whips out those faces we're just gonna have so much fun we're gonna be cracking up <laughs> she's gonna have those on we're gonna be doing like fucking charades and just like high off our ass and she's gonna be doing all the faces you know and I- i'll just be cracking up so that would be a okay. good fun and also I'd just like to point out that the dude to chick ratio at my party is a little better than the dude to chick ratio at your party dude no sa- big
1: deal sausage party alright
0: sausage i that's fine with a good sausage party but occasionally right. you gotta get some tacos
1: well I was saving so this is this is a late round pick because I knew you weren't gonna pick her um, so third round pick Yara Greyjoy ooh and then, nice and then yes. she parties she was ready to smang Laria Sand we all wanted to see it and it got taken away from us she's by she's not you, gonna Larry.
0: smang you though it's... Oh, you yeah. know? Because she wants to smang Arya Sand.
1: Arya Sand likes to smang guys and chicks. Why can't Yara?
0: Because what if she just doesn't? Uh, isn't she... Isn't she... Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. That's fair. That's fair. I don't know, bro. My fourth pick, and this is a tough one. I've And mine also... I was thinking also Joy, but I don't know which Greyjoy I want to do. Because Euron, of course, is a big-time party boy, but Theon's hot right now. And if I get Season 8 Theon on
1: fucking, take the I'm fucking Revenge Tour, do you, you want don't, Theon? I, w- all right. I will fly out. across this table. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay.
0: I won't take Theon. I won't take Theon. But this is also going to be a weird pick. All right? Because when you're partying real hard, right, sometimes you got to find more party. you got to find the women. you got to find where all the action's going down. And who knows where all the action's at? Brand Stark. Oh. oh, I'm gonna need him. See, I'm I'm thinking long term, you know, and I'm thinking if I'm partying, I need to know where all the action's at. I need to know that girl I was throwing eyes at. Where's she, Brand? What's she up to right now? She's in the bathroom. Okay, no dudes in there. Good. You know, that's, that's it. So Brand is gonna be my eyes and ears.
1: Okay, I like that, but like Brand would also be that guy to hit you with way too much information. Like, uh, oh yeah, she's taking a huge dump in the bathroom. There's just so much, and I'll be like,
0: "Good, clean day. it out," because I'm coming.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he'd also, he'd also kill the mood for her, because like if you're if you're getting ready and you get to like go to the bathroom or something, because you've been drinking heavily, I assume. Just he's gonna go like, he's gonna disappoint you later. Like that <laughs> you was,
0: know, he's a wingman, he's not gonna give that. Listen, Brand's not gonna just spit out information. Brand's
2: he knows an ass, dude, place. He would if,
1: also, he would also be watching every single second. Once if you do get lucky with her, you better bet he's watching. I don't give a fuck
2: he's my little bitch
1: dude <laughs> let me it, tell you something has
2: it been established if his dick still works let me tell you something no, let me tell you something Brandon about.
1: it probably won't be
0: established <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs>
0: the show writers really took the time let me tell you something this is my let me just hear me out Bran is what am I really good at saying shut the fuck up if I say that to him he'll do it if I was like Bran shut the fuck up he'd shut the fuck up he's my boy he's gonna do what I tell him to do he's a little idiot I, 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 he's fine <laughs> hey. I'll wheel his ass out of
1: there <laughs> Uh, all right, uh, so my fourth and final picks is just going to be Theon. He's hot right now. Um, all the chicks love him right now. Yeah, he's all the getting, reasons I said. He's getting back to uh, square one. He's Theon, remember, Theon used to pull chicks back in the day, so we, we get his confidence back going, right. and he's right back in the game.
0: All right, well, congrats, Theon. You're back in the game, I guess. Uh, which brings us to our next segment, fan favorite. I think you just said, we just fucking say fan favorite now. It's just a thing we fucking say. Uh,
1: next segment, you blew it. So this is, of course, when someone in the episode really fucks something up or, or just blows it in general. Um, I'll lead us off with this one.
0: Yeah, take your time.
1: Mine is... Harry Strickland and the Golden Company not bringing any freaking elephants. Oh wow, it's an interesting pick. I mean, Cer- Cersei only—it's almost like she wanted the elephants more than she the wanted. guys. Yeah, so uh, Harry Strickland and Golden Company—you blew it. You fucking blew it, Harry Strickland. You blew it, you Uh Shady, you got one.
0: Yeah, so mine is—is uh, is actually it's Tyrion Lannister, and the reason it's Tyrion is because he says the Lannisters will be here to fight with us. So mine's a long-term blow it because <laughs> guess yeah. what? he should have singular because only jamie's there yep. uh the lannister army's not coming you're wrong and also it's not like Tyrion's gonna fight
1: he might he has i'm in the battle of blackwater and um that that one scene where he got knocked out with the mountain clans fighting oh yeah mountain he was Clan. heroic in that one he did a
0: lot of work <laughs> um so my uh my you blew it as Tyrion, so Tyrion lannister <laughs> You blew it. You fucking blew, you blew it, dude. We
1: love you, buddy, but you blew it.
0: I, I love you, buddy, but you blew it. And you know what? It's sad for me to say, but I'm going to say it. Hey, I love you, buddy, but you blew it. You fucking blew it, dude. <laughs> you blew
1: it. Uh, next segment, Unnecessary titty. So. No, we got to get George a date. Oh, you're right. We do have to get George a date. Would you look at that? Would you just look at it? Uh, so this is a segment where we find George a date because uh, he's pretty lonely and he needs to finish up his new book. Uh, Shady, you can lead us off with My this My George
0: date is quite simple. Uh, so George loves two things: a little bit of controversy, twists and turns, and he also loves Ravens. And there's one who brings them both, and that's Raven Simone. All right, because <laughs> she's she says wild shit on the show The View, but she also is named Raven. And also, that's
1: she can... if so he
0: pairs her up with the three-eyed raven, that's a deep roster because he can see the past and present. She can see the future. That's five raven. <laughs> that's a future eyes. you can see. That's a five-eyed raven. That's five. And raven. Uh, and also, also, while we're on, the, and she can see in the future and be like George, finish the book because your heart is, it's you're fucked. So you better finish it. <laughs> All like those couple,
1: different types of diabetes. Next couple catch up of with weeks, it. you're gonna want to finish <laughs> it. Yeah.
0: All oh, he's got four, or five, he's, maybe he's six. Got a few times.
1: Yeah. Uh, okay so he,
0: i would love we should pair like how many types of diabetes does george have and then we cut that cut of lebron when he first joined the heat and they asked him how many championships <laughs> he's gonna win he's like i don't not know one, five, not one not two not three, not three. <laughs> not <one. laughs> all right who's your date for george
1: uh, i think that george this is pretty topical but i think that george and tiger woods should probably go on a I love day. it uh not so much for each other but like Tiger Woods would, wherever they went on a date, Tiger Woods would just get all the waitresses in there and just bring them Uh. back. And then maybe, you know, one of them could inspire George to finish up Winds of Winter, so that'd be tight. Yeah, I like that one. I really like that one. And congrats, Tiger. I know you're a listener, so... Yeah,
0: thank you, Tiger, for your viewing, and also Chris apologizes for what he said earlier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're friends now. We're he's friends. We're it. friends now. Uh, unnecessary titties. Now I'll go first, and mine is simple. So Brand staring down Jamie was hilarious, but at one point Brand stares holes through Tyrion,
2: mm-hmm. and I'm
0: wondering what in the past happened that Tyrion was involved with to where Brand would think that was shitty of him, or was he just being skeptical of Tyrion? But every person Brand looks at, it's because of something to do with something, something he's something seen. They did. Yeah. And I keep my mind keeps going back to the boat. Is Brand like why the fuck was he so fixated on John and Danny banging? Why was he so fixated on that? Because you know when Brand sees all these big players, he's like, all right, let's see what they're up to. Let's see what they did. Let's see what they did. And I wonder what did Tyrion do? I mean, Brand at the end of last season was morose. He was more interested, and now it's almost like he's on a bit of a revenge tour, but he's being shitty about
1: it. Yeah, I, I think one the if I were to try to interpret that look from Bran, I would just. He can see how Tyrion kind of flips sides before. Floppy, And, then he, pr- and yeah. then he probably saw that Tyrion was maybe second-guessing himself after speaking with Cersei. So the way he stared him season.
0: down, I'll say, just because also he had like the stupidest look on his face. And in a battle mm-hmm. of hands, if those two were to fist fight Tyrion and Bran, I I, I'm, I don't know who would win. I don't know who I'd pick. Tyrion would win.
1: In a fist fight with him? Yeah, he, dude, he just tips that chair and then it's game over.
0: But that's big for him.
1: Didn't he make the chair, or he, he gifted the chair to Bran?
0: Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, yeah. it's big, that's a big chair. You'd have to really get a head of steam. It's heavy. It's
1: heavy. They actually, uh, I was wondering maybe if they would talk about, like, um, how Tyrion gifted that stuff to him, and the horse saddle, too. The horse saddle, so yeah. So Tyrion kind of empathized with him being a fellow cripple. But, uh, yeah, it's true.
0: Yeah. Cripples, bastards, and broken things. But Bran really looked at him really negatively. What's <laughs> maybe
1: your... he saw something in the future there.
0: Can he see a future? Maybe. Raven Simone, that's why we need her. <laughs> uh,
1: my Unnecessary Titties was when Braun was spanging those prostitutes. Yeah, those were very interesting. And they're just like talking about like people dying and burned alive and stuff. And yeah. it's like, all right, like.
0: Was that one girl the hooker from the season that isn't she the one that Patrick like did did good? Yep. The one girl who was on top of Braun, I believe, was the one that Patrick did. Yeah. Nice. Uh, so she's just... so she was
1: probably just real disappointed. Oh, actually yeah. getting that pod peepee.
0: Oh god, yeah, she's had a lot of <laughs> she's she's fucked all the heroes of the Blackwater. True. Yeah. So good, <laughs> good for the her. good for her. Um, and that was very necessary.
1: It was unnecessary. Um, final segment: trial by combat, and this is where uh, Shady presents us with a, with an idea, an original Shady idea. Jesus. Yeah, this so... is
0: another original, guys, and this is I have long fucking notes on this, so bear with me. Let me talk. <laughs> by combat. So with season eight and winter finally being here, I came up with a show about uh, good boys who do local good deeds every winter um, and shovel everyone's driveways. They're good boys, shoveling driveways, old women, anyone who needs it. They do it for very cheap. They're just good boys, shoveling driveways, right? And it was fitting today. So the town, and it's called the town of Snowhole, Montana. So Snowhole, Montana has a yearly tradition of making a uh, community snowman together after the first snowfall. But this year they didn't do it because local activists didn't want anyone to assume the snowman's gender.
1: Wait, this is real?
2: Yeah. No, no, no. no. Right.
0: I, I I'm making this whole thing up. This is I created this snow hole, Montana. Oh
1: well, I, I wouldn't be surprised, dude. Be, like, come on. This why is did, 2019. We're talking why, about assuming why gender you let him and stuff. This?
0: I'm a really good writer.
1: <laughs> I mean, I. That, you're telling me you couldn't see that being a real story in 2019 now? Snow Hole, Montana. I thought you said Snow Ho, first of all, so That's I don't know. That's just as silly. <laughs> all right, so anyway, Snow Hole,
0: Montana. Uh, it's the yearly tradition. They make a community snowman, but activists, again, shut it down because they do not want anyone to assume the snowman's gender, right? Um, but, so by not doing this, they're not building this community snowman. What they didn't realize is that they broke an ancient truce that started back in the times of the natives. They've been building a snowman in Snowhole, Montana for many, many years, um, and, and they do it always on the first snow. So they'll build a snowman on the first snow to keep a, bis- a mystical beast known as the Snowblower at rest. Uh, <laughs> but since they didn't, the snowblower awakens, and the snowblower begins turning the townsfolk into snowmen, killing all in his path, freezing them, turning them into snowmen, and the community turns to the only ones who know how to stop such a beast. The Shovel Boys, <laughs> and oh my so gosh. so. There's more. So this show is more. so this show is called Shovel Boys vs Snowblower colon first melt. <laughs> the Shovel Boys vs the Snowblower colon first melt. Great show. I'm in. And the tagline. So the famous line from the, the movie trailer comes. We see the boys in the middle of the street, right? And there's all this snow, and they got their shovels, and they're pounding them. They're waiting. They hear the footsteps of the snowblower coming, and he comes through the smoke and, and, and the clouds, and he comes from the snow. It's, it's like a whiteout, and they see him, and he's this big mystical beast. And the one guy goes, the one boy goes, we're going to need more ice. Boom! <laughs> and then you see the title, Shovel Boys vs. the Snowblower, colon first Melt.
1: I, I need the snowblower to say... Freeze! Yeah, I'm gonna blow you. Oh
0: yeah, that's what he said. That's the same. Freeze! You're about to get blown. Uh, and it is rated NC-17.
2: We can tell who the writer is in the room. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> shovel Freeze.
0: boys, how I'm do you like cat. shovel? Blo- shovel boys or snowblower? Right. Colon first melts.
1: <laughs> first melt. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> we're gonna have some hard time getting that on air, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm proud of it. I, I'm, I'm proud, proud of, of it I'm proud I, of you NC-17 that was good I'm proud of that you that was one of the most
1: uh, thorough
0: was... writings I said season 8 I gotta go hard I don't have one for next week yet I came up with that this morning and it took me like 30 minutes I, I to... can
1: see that like whole like snowman gender thing being a real story yeah That's me it. too it me was too.
2: a long walk to get there but I'm so happy we did
1: oh yeah oh
0: yeah um, so I'm really that, proud of that,
1: that one. I mean thanks for tuning in guys um, we're still overjoyed with excitement here uh, season eight, episode one. Next week we'll be coming at you again Monday morning. We
0: are we are next week. We're going to celebrate the rebirth of our Lord, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and then after that, me and Chris are gathering again to do episode two. This is oh, wow. he travel I want to give a shout out really quick to Chris, to Brendan, to other guests who came to watch Sarah, Colleen, and Brett who came in in the snow. Came mm-hmm. through the winter to, to watch this episode mm-hmm. and, and do this podcast. So, Chris, thank you for being such a, a great co-host. Uh,
1: thank you, and thanks for everyone listening. You guys are the reason why we do this. Uh, please hit us up with any sort of questions. Um, Definitely. Any, any sort of feedback you want to give us, follow us, retweet us, subscribe, please.
0: Another busy week. We're going to keep those polls going. All the, um, all, the, all the participation in those have been so much fun. Thank you,
1: guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys are the best. You guys are the best. You we do it. Best. We do it for you guys. So thanks again. All right. That's all I got.
0: Uh, and all I gotta say is, uh, Amelia, hit me up for some cream. <laughs>